Welcome to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. If you would like to participate on today's program, call now, 803-1520. That's 803-1520. All right, here we go. Think again. Think again. Welcome to our top discussion program, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Western New York, still fighting the war on poverty, now in our 55th year. Each week we talk to you about issues, events, and trends affecting you right here and right now in Buffalo and the Western New York community, and in fact, connecting you to communities all across the country. I'm your host, L. Nathan Hare, President and CEO of the Community Action Organization. Make us a part of your Saturday every Saturday at ESPN 1520 AM on your dial from 11 o'clock to 12 noon each week. Now, of course, our program is live, so you can call in. You can join our discussion, hope that you will. Our number here again is 803-1520. That's 803-1520. And so, you know, we still got this election thing hanging, still hanging. We don't, we don't have the uh, official absolute this is what happened results yet. So I wanted to talk about just a few aspects uh, that surround uh, uh, this, this election. Uh, first is uh, Trump's, I guess, what's the best way that I can say it? His... Uh, uh, fear of prosecution. Let me just put it that way. The possibility of, of post, um, post-presidential term prosecution. Just stick that in your head. Uh, the second is uh, the effect of the black vote on uh, this year's uh, election. The third is fact-checking, just a few fact-checking on, on uh, Trump's victory speech, which you all uh, hopefully heard on Wednesday. Uh, when Trump claimed uh, early Wednesday morning that he had won the election. And then the last thing I wanted to speak to, if we have time, is the fact that, if I'm not mistaken, this is the first time in the history of the United States that a president has actually asked for people, for for the country to stop the count, to stop voting. How does that work in a democracy when you tell the, the voters that in order for you to win, you have to stop voting. So let me just kind of walk through these things real quickly. I took uh, my first uh, uh, line on this from Beth Levin, who wrote an article in Vanity Fair uh, entitled Report Trump is Terrified About Going to Prison After Possibly Losing uh, or or After Losing the Election. In September of 2019, uh, Trump's lawyers attempted to squash a subpoena which had requested eight years of tax returns to determine if the Trump organization had falsified business records. The president's attorneys insisted that such a request was unconstitutional because the founding fathers believed sitting presidents should not be subject to the criminal process. Trump busted out that he could not stand, that that he could stand in the middle of fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and not lose any voters. According to attorney, his attorney, William uh, Consovoy. Uh, Consovoy insisted that, uh, yes, this kind of thing would fall under the concept of presidential immunity, i.e. Trump could put a bullet in a random pedestrian and avoid prosecution until moving out of the White House. Now, I'm not sure where that's stated in the uh, Constitution. That was asserted by a Justice Department uh, attorney general, but I've never seen that in anything that I've read in the Constitution. But that's Uh, 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 what uh, they're asserting. The Supreme Court last uh, uh, ruled in July, in the words of Reuters uh, 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 press, 
that there are limits to the powers of the presidency and stoutly reaff- uh, reaffirm the principle that not even the president is a- uh, above the law. But still, president's la- the president's lackeys have done their part to shield him from situations where he could be convicted of a, a variety uh, of crimes. So let me just move off of that to another point. Uh, on this issue, I just wanted to look at the, the issue of the, what I call the black effect. One of the narratives that seem to be being tried out in the public discussion domain is that black and brown voters were turning out at lower percentages than voters from other groups uh, around the country. The innuendo is that low turnout from black and brown voters could cost Joe Biden and the Democrats the presidential election. Specifically, they were talking about Milwaukee, Wisconsin, uh, which was cited as reflecting lower black and brown voter turnout in the polling uh, of mail-in and early voters. Uh, as I'm writing this, Joe Biden is leading uh, in Georgia, leading in Pennsylvania, reading in, uh, leading in Arizona, leading in Nevada, the only place where Trump is ahead, where there are votes left to count, is North Carolina, and Trump is leading in North Carolina. Uh, and so when I dug down into this issue about black voter turnout, if you actually go online and you just type in black voter turnout, you will see that black voter turnout appears to be at or above the turnout rates of any other groups uh, in the United States. And as a result of that, it's likely that Georgia is going to wind up in uh, Biden's camp. Wisconsin is already in Biden's camp, uh, that Nevada and Arizona are going to wind up in Uh, Nevada's camp. So that narrative that was being trotted out, not by everybody, but by some so-called liberal and progressive uh, Democrat uh, Party members, uh, that uh, narrative seems to not be uh, turning out to be true. Just fact check checking uh, a few things. I think I got uh, a couple of minutes uh, uh, that Trump uh, sort of put pushed uh, in his so-called victory speech on uh, early Wednesday morning. This is an article written by Daniel Dale. It says uh, President Donald Trump delivered the most dishonest speech of his presidency on Scott, not Wednesday morning, Thursday morning. I have never seen him lie more thoroughly and more egregiously than he did on Thursday evening uh, at the White House. Uh, Now, there were some valid criticisms of errors by uh, pollsters. Pollsters got a lot of this stuff wrong. There was some legitimate boasting that Donald Trump had about the performance of various demographic groups that he got more votes in that he thought that uh, uh, that people thought that he would. Uh, and there was legitimate boasting about uh, the Republicans down ballot performance because that blue wave didn't turn into a blue wave in the uh, senatorial races, the congressional races, in the uh, state uh, assembly and uh, Senate races. It appears Uh, at least to me, that many voters bought the Republican argument that it would be bad to have a single party in control of both the Congress and the White House. But, of course, the same people that are saying that never said it when Trump had control of both the White House and the legislature. Uh, Just quickly, um, uh, in this fact-checking, Trump called mail-in voting well, let me go this, to this first. First, it, uh, uh, Trump alleged that the unnamed opponent, some unnamed opponents are, tr- are trying to steal an election and trying to rig the election. The f- facts are election officials are simply counting uh, legally cast votes. Uh, Trump called mail-in voting a corrupt system and later added 
that there is tremendous corruption and fraud going on. The facts check out that fraud is exceedingly rare uh, with mail-in voting, and Trump has not been able to to provide any documentation of any of the <clears throat> so-called fraud that he says is going on. Trump says, if you count the legal votes, I easily win. If you count the illegal votes, they can try to steal the election from us. The reality is Trump was on the verge of defeat because legal votes continue to be counted. Uh, on the legitimacy of the count, uh, they want to find out how many votes they need, and then they seem to be able to find them. They wait and wait, and then they find them. Trump's leads, facts, Trump's leads uh, have shrunk in some states entirely because legitimate mail-in ballots were being counted. And I'm going to kind of break off here and get to our callers, but I just want you to understand a phenomena here. Because uh, so many people... Uh, particularly in the Democratic-oriented uh, public, uh, felt it was uh, uh, dangerous to uh, vote in person and uh, felt very unsure about what was going on in this election process. They wanted to get their votes in as early as they could. So you had people who voted first uh, about four weeks ago. Some uh, in-person uh, uh, voting be- began about three weeks ago. Those people that voted first at least the ones who voted by mail, even though they voted first, their votes are actually being counted last because they don't count the mail-in votes until after, from in most states, until after the polling places, the last polling places close uh, in those states. So the people who cast in-person ballots, you don't have to do counting. The machine counts what happened with the in-person uh, 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 voting, and you're just reading the uh, uh, the tallies on the machine. And so they get those answers pretty quickly. The mail-in votes require you opening the envelope that the, the, the vote was, was cast in. Inside that envelope was another envelope that actually held the ballot. Then you had to open that envelope up and then flatten out the ballot because it was folded up to go in the mail. Now it's got to be flattened out so you can put it to the scanner and then scan uh, each one of those ballots. And that takes a lot of time. And that's why we're at the stage that we are right now. So let me get to moving on. I think uh, it was John and then Tony and then Kevin. Let me get John first. John, how are you doing out there? Hi, Nathan. You know, I, th- I think we got a problem here is, is uh, nationally. Be- I've talked to friends of mine, and they all come up with this idea that that uh, the Democrats are, are real liberal and that uh, they keep bringing up socialism. And mm-hmm. they, don't understand, they don't understand the definition of socialism. They, they, to- they equate it with communism, which is, right. you know, communism is a form of socialism, but so is social democracy is too. So it's, it's, they don't understand the difference between socialism and communism. So it, it's is, is, there any, is there any European country that we, we deal with in the European Union, is there any one of them that is not a socialist democracy, right? Well, include include Canada, Australia. <laughs> they're all over. The only one that isn't a social democracy is this one. Is us, right? <laughs> we, do, we, we do have. We do have. Uh, people don't realize this either. We're already somewhat socialist because when you consider Social Security, well, public schools—that's a socialist idea. Highways, right. uh, police, fire, government agencies, even prisons. Medicare, Medicaid. Prisons. Public schools. <laughs> well, Medicaid. See, there's another. Here's another difference, though. Uh, Medicare and Medicaid are socialist policies, but they're only, they're only uh, health care, uh, health insurance. Mm-hmm. They're not. 
they they uh, they're, they're government health insurance, but what they're insuring are private hospitals and private physicians. So mm-hmm. it's only partially socialist. Uh, it's just the just the uh, insurance part of it is socialist. It's just the, a canard that people use because they know that most well, people don't even know what you mean by the word socialism. It it just right, allows them to politicize it, people. It, it just shows you the ignorance of the American public, and they and the, and the Republicans can bring this out every election. And I think that's why uh, I've heard this too, by too many people I I know that say, "Oh, socialism, the the, the leftists, the uh, uh, AEC or whatever her name is, they're AOC, all, oh, they're right." Gonna, and, Bernie, they're going to bring down the, the government because of socialism. And, you know, they just don't understand that we're so far behind everybody else in the world as far as the progression of, of mm-hmm. socialism in the United States. It's, that's, I don't know. It's just, I think we've got to do something about this thing, about, you know, not, we've got to explain what, what social democracy really means. Well, I think that's something that Democrats need to do. They need to explain that what, what people are whining about as socialism is just the American people coming together and agreeing that there are some things that we can do better collectively than we can do individually. So it's a, it's it's much more efficient and effective for Americans to uh, 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 provide for the health of all Americans collectively rather than doing it based on how much money you have in your pocket that decides what level of insurance you're able to buy. All people need health care, so everybody ought to get health care. It ought to be uh, a part of your your uh, withholdings on your taxes, just as you have for Social Security and for Medicare. Uh, right. a, go ahead. And a public option and universal health care are ideas that are, are all well overdue in the United States. We're the only country that doesn't have universal health care, I mean, yep. an advanced country anyway. Yep. And so it's it's... I don't know. It's just we got to somehow be able to con- down South Florida. The Cubans they 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 turned against uh, Biden because they were worried about socialism. Right. They're worried about communism. So this is just something. It's, it's like a red herring, you know. But it, it's yes, it's it it's is. like a thought disorder, you know. It's a seed that's put in people's heads, and right. you just keep feeding that seed. And even though you don't have any concrete basis for a uh, 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 feeling as ugly as you do about this so-called socialism, you, you, you just kind of react to what's been built in you by constant association, constant repetition, you know, on the part of the, uh, the conservatives and the Republican uh, right. And so we, we, I think one thing we found out from this election is Americans are more moderate than they are liberal, and you're going to have to put up moderate candidates to, to win elections. Yep. So we got a long way to go, though. Thanks, John. Got to run, man. All right. Appreciate it. Let's take our first break, uh, and then we'll grab Tony and then Kevin and then uh, Donnie. If you all stick with us, we will see you on the side of the break here at Think Again. Think Again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. 
Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Do you check your Google search results regularly? You should. People often get their first impression of you or your business online. Negative comments on the Internet can impact your life and your livelihood. Take control of your online reputation. Get your free reputation report card at reputationdefender.com. It may reveal negative posts from an ex-employee, upset patient or client, news article, legal issue, or even exposed personal information right there in your Google search results. Uncover what's lurking on the Internet about you with reputationdefender.com's patented scan and get your free reputation report card. Or for immediate assistance with your reputation, call 800-900-6177. Our cutting-edge technology helps make your Google search results look their best. Call 800-900-6177. That's 800-900-6177. 800-900-6177. Or take the free scan at reputationdefender.com. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 watt ESPN We weren't, we weren't being smart here you know, in terms of saying, hey, hey, goodbye. Because it's not really goodbye yet. We still got three more months before it's really goodbye. <laughs> but, but this song kind of fit, you know, word-wise. You know, Donald Trump complains about uh, the mail-in voting. He considers it all to be illegal. But there are several states, Utah being one, that he a state that he won, that they only vote by mail. They don't even have... Uh, in-person vote, voting in mail. Would he want us to throw out all of those votes as well? It's just this inconsistency, you know. He he wants the votes to stop in places where uh, he thinks that, that, that Biden is winning and in places where he thinks there's more votes for Trump to get, he wants you to keep counting and whatnot. That's just the inconsistency and the incoherence of Donald Trump. So let me grab Tony first in Clarence and then we'll get rolling here. Tony, how are you doing out there? Well, uh, 63 degrees right now. Not bad. Getting my leaves picked up. And uh, let me just say this. The die has been cast. The die (laughs) is cast. We have a new president, no doubt about it. Uh, He has accomplished the feat that no other president has ever done. Excuse me. Not a person running for the presidency has ever done. He has 74,137,000 votes. Incredible. The highest yep. in the history of the American 
institution and country. Let me just address John's com- complaint about socialism. Yeah, they tagged the, the, Democ- the Democrat, the socialist. But what is socialist? And I taught school many years ago. It's the ownership of the means of production. There is no such thing in the United States right. of America, ladies and gentlemen. Socialism is ownership of these things. We're waiting on 100,000 provisional votes in Pennsylvania. 75% of those votes are to Biden. They, they, the network should have called this election two days ago. However, the Republicans are at fault for them not being, uh, the legislatures voted against the governor's wishes in many states to start the count right at the time, the day before the day of the election. Mm-hmm. That was refused. It's, it's the Republicans' problem and fault. Let me tell you something. We have neglected COVID, and we have neglected something that came across that I don't think you or anybody in the United States has ever heard. Mr. Putin has Parkinson's disease. No, I didn't hear that. Well, it was on Canadian radio because no Canadian kidding. radio picks up stuff that we don't get. He has Parkinson's, and now what the the the, uh, the legislature, whatever it is in in uh, Moscow, has now said they're going to have laws that prohibit one person from staying in power as long as Putin has. They used yeah, to have that to, law. They used to have that, and Putin and engineered, a, engineered, yeah, uh, recalling that law, right, or re- repealing that law. Yeah. Okay. So, a report. We had 231,656 cases of COVID, COVID on Friday the 6th of November, including one Mr. Meadow, who is the closest person to Trump. That. that no, Mark Meadows, the, the, for those that don't know, Mark Meadows is the chief of staff, and he right. has come down with uh, uh, COVID-19, which tells you that Donald Trump is actually, at least my implication of that, is that Donald Trump himself is the super spreader. It's the people around yeah. him that keep uh, uh, getting sick. Yeah. You know where Donald Trump is right now? He's on the golf course. <laughs> he is. Because that's, that's what he means when he says that he's working. He's either watching TV or he's at the golf course. Yeah, but here's the not calling this election. (laughs) It's giving the Republicans more time to put in lawsuits. It's giving Trump more time to stir up his base. On Thursday night, two Trumpers drove in a silver, I can't remember the name of the vehicle, to Philadelphia armed with, with guns. Right. They got out of the vehicle. And they were arrested because of a tip. Now, in the in the vehicle, that silver thing, I can't remember the name of it, they had an AR-15 that they put together themselves. Right. They self-assembled it. Right. Mm-hmm. right. So what were they doing? They went from Ohio to Philadelphia to do what? Cause trouble? I, and right. I, my eyeballs are sore from seeing Trumpers on the steps in Harrisburg, Philadelphia causing trouble, and even in Georgia. And they're complaining about the very thing that they say they're demonstrating for. They're complaining that uh, uh, this is undemocratic, stop the voting, stop the counting. Well, how do you have a a democracy if you don't count the votes? Yep, and don't kid yourself. 
I see. I live in terror every day. The day that uh, that uh, that Biden is, is considered the president, there's 74 days left. That could be a tragic time in our country where Trump decides to do things that were unimaginable four years ago. Yeah. I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, oh, and the last thing is uh, Pelosi and the cons are now trying to figure out a stimulus program for this country. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they are so far apart that you could say they're on one side of Lake Erie and, on, and the other one's yep. on side of Cleveland. Yep. It's a terribly different, different ideas. Yep. Thank you, and God bless our country. All right. Thanks, thanks, Tony. Let me grab Kevin real quick in Pendleton. Kevin, how are you doing out there? Hey, yeah, Nathan here. Before touching the election thing here, but can I make a quick note, uh, shout out here to the Western New York uh, DNC committee? Sure. I, mean, I have to commend them, uh, Western New York DNC, for politically social distancing themselves from a despicable human being who is yet to apologize for something very egregious. Now, first thing about you see, your their NY27 golden boy, Nate McMurray, was blacklisted. Even as a white boy, he's one of us now, I guess. Mm-hmm. He was blacklisted by the Democratic Party by not being invited to the election night watch party. You see, Al Nathan here, there's a level of human decency in which one can cross the line. And even some, some in the DNC leadership still have a soul of humanity left in them. So when Nate McMurray made such a despicable, inhuman remark about Michael Caputo's stage 4 cancer diagnosis, which he is yet to apologize for. Mm. I commend them for blacklisting him, not inviting him to the watch party. That shows me, hey, at least there's some decent folks on both sides of the fence, right? <laughs> well, have you ever heard a have you ever heard a Republican uh, do the same thing on on their side? Never, oh, not they once. Do the same thing. Yeah, they should. Do Never, that. not I, once. I agree with you. Okay, so this is not even on both sides. It's the Democrats show you a little more humanity than the Republicans do. It's not like it's equal, equal. It's not the same. Well, okay. But anyway, you're going to do the election. You know what? I think I said a couple of weeks ago to you, as far as our electoral process is concerned, there's no honor among thieves. Did our founding fathers of this great country intended that, that two political parties only manipulate and control our electoral process? The Republicans are noted for voter suppression tactics, okay? And you talk about it quite a bit yourself, mm-hmm. and I understand. While the Democrats, they specialize in fraud, let's face it. Almost w- what's the, the fraud that, what's the, fra- what's the fraud, the fraud that Democrats... Oh, did you see uh, Ilian Omar? So I wasn't quite sure what the uh, uh, reference was to Ilhan uh, Omar uh, in terms of uh, voter fraud, but... When we make a statement like voter fraud, you have to say what you're talking about. Go ahead. Oh, dear. Okay, well, dear. So, so what, what exactly uh, is the voter fraud that, that, that you, that's documented? Not some rumor from QAnon, but what's the actual fraud that you're claiming that Ilhan uh, Oman, uh, or however, however you say your name, that, that you claim Ilhan Omar, uh, what's the actual fraud that she engaged in? Well, as a matter of fact, there is video evidence undercover with her, um, you know, some of her hacks, you know, do, involved in voter harvesting activities. Just go online. What are you talking about? You're saying that you have video evidence yeah. that Ilhan Omar had and her her uh, associates had gathered together votes, uh, mail-in votes from 
uh, citizens and manipulated those votes or changed the votes or whatever to whatever she wanted them to be and sent those in. You have video on that? Yeah, go on YouTube. You'll see it. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I will go on YouTube. Yeah. I don't know that we can trust everything on YouTube, but I'll, I'll go on you, <laughs> you, uh, uh, YouTube. So Il, 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 Ilhan yeah. o, o, Omar. Okay. Yeah, and then also in Minnesota too. I think, um, and then the Republicans never acted on it. You know, but, how come the um, how yeah. come these no. how come the Attorney General's office didn't act on it? If it's on video, how come that the, the uh, 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 Attorney General in that state didn't act on it? How come the Board of uh, Elections Commissioner, if this is on video, that mm-hmm. you could know it, then somebody else could see it on video and come to the same conclusion that you came to. How yeah. come nobody has prosecuted this? because uh, there's no honor among thieves, as I started saying. Well, the, 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 most, of the, most of the prosecuting offices are either conservative or Republican. So what would be the honor among thieves for the, if the Republicans or conservatives had control of this kind of information, why would they not pursue it? Why would there be honor amongst them not to prosecute something that would damage the interests of the Democrats? Why would that even occur? See, you, you can't assert this kind of logic. You can't say that that everybody's operating out of this. I mean, maybe that's what you're saying, that everybody's operating out of the same script and it's only superficial mm-hmm. that they have any differences from each other. But that doesn't make any sense. If if this yeah, is well. something that's documented that you have on video, it's, if it's documented, then why would nobody have reacted to it all this time? Well, as I said, you know, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Uh, by the way, you know, okay. remember... Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna, let's, let that, let's, let's let that go, Kevin, because that's... See, we, this is where we get to where we're not making any sense. We're just asserting things, just like Donald Trump throws things up in the air and just to see see what 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 occurs. And right, when he says Kevin says he doesn't support Donald Trump, but whatever the case, uh, let's not do that. If if we're going to assert a fact, then say what the basis is for your fact. Don't just keep throwing things out, and because nobody has any context to ass- assess it. Uh, let me go on. Uh, should I get, is it Donnie next? Let me grab uh, Donnie. Then uh, I think it would be uh, Frank, and then uh, then John. Right? Excellent. Donnie, how are you doing out there? Yeah, I'm doing good there. I'm good there. Uh, uh, in light of the outcome of the uh, election with Biden and stuff, I want to ask a question: Is it too premature to start um, running Amarosa for president? Please don't start that. Don't start that. Just don't start that. Don't put us through that, okay? Just don't start that. Put that on a comedy show for Saturday Night Live. Don't put that out here for the public, you know, to consume as as something serious, okay? Let's not go down that road. Yeah, well, we can run out. Uh, um, uh, Miss Obama and uh, Sandra Rice. Why not? <laughs> See, Donnie, you gonna start something, and, and then if it turns into something, you gonna be saying, "Well, I didn't mean that. I, I didn't. I, I didn't I want y'all it. to do that." <laughs> yeah, I hear that. I hear that. But, um, but like the like the other caller said, uh, it's a long way from January twentieth, and I don't put nothing past this president to do anything to stay. So off. that's a I, great point, Donnie. I think that that's something yeah. that needs to be discussed. How do we protect? the democracy during this time from uh, now or November 10th, whenever they come to, to, to a decision on this thing, from then until January 20th, how do we protect this democracy from people, particularly the president, who doesn't have any loyalty to the democracy or to the, 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 the uh, customs and conventions that we have created uh, to, to, to keep the wheels on the bus? 
we don't have laws that say here's what you have to do in the transition from one president to the next president during that uh, uh, lame duck period. We don't have any laws that specifically say what you must do, that uh, the Department of Treasury has to turn over their information to the next potential Treasury secretary. We don't have that written in law. But it's custom. It's a convention that we have adopted as a country that has made the uh, transition from one presidential administration to another smooth so we don't have any disruption in the country as a whole. How is that going to get done if Donald Trump isn't willing uh, yeah, uh-oh, MSNBC is, is uh, saying Joe Biden is president. They're, they're uh, saying he's the apparent winner. Well, they, they, yeah, they're they supposed to, you know, they do, I hear that, but I've never seen a, play, a president complain about ballots. You're supposed to count all the ballots anyhow. We still got people in the military. We still, we got civilians in other countries that can legally vote in this country. Right. I and, mean, and I, he wants I, to undermine this system. I could, I could hear it if what the president was saying is people mailed their ballots after uh, 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 November 3rd and and indicated their preference, they sent their ballots in. Uh, if, if that state had a rule that says that if you sent your ballot in uh, and it was dated sometime after, postmarked sometime after November 3rd, it could still be counted, that would be a con contradictory rule. You couldn't have a rule that says that election day is November 3rd and then have people cast in their ballots after November 3rd. So, you know, that, that, that would not be correct. But that's not what's being talked about here. What's being talked about is you sent your ballot in uh, on or before November 3rd, but the post office didn't get the ballot into the uh, Board of Elections for that area, didn't get it into them uh, before the end of the day, November 3rd. Donald Trump says, well, that's not my fault. Those votes should not be be counted. A, that doesn't make any sense. And B, even if you did uh, what Donald Trump says, it wouldn't help you because the, Joe Biden is already leading in these areas. So if you if you cut off counting those votes, you're just hurting yourself. You're not hurting Joe Biden. He's already ahead, you know, in those areas. So this is just a lot of the craziness that we get from uh, from Donald Trump. Thanks, Donnie. I appreciate you, man. Uh, let's grab Frank in Niagara Falls. Frank, how are you doing out there? Uh, you know, since election night, I heard more than one conservative dwell on how Trump lost the election, you know, with all the huge crowds he mm-hmm. raised at yep. his rallies across the nation. They were actually and, and, you know, clapping to overthrow the, the election results. That's exactly what well, the crowd was doing. Here's the thing. You know, Bernie Sanders raised bigger crowds during the primaries, and, you know, a lot of darn good it did him, right? (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, Nathan, the worst thing that could have happened is a close election with a few states deciding the outcome. Mm -hmm. You know, Trump's never going to let this go. Nope. He's going to make a living whining about this election to his 70,588,275,000 plus voters. But Frank, keep this in mind. Keep this in mind. Something that's not going to go away. I don't know how how Joe Biden's going to handle this, but there were prosecutions that were already underway, already under investigation, many of which were not at the federal level. Many of them were at the level of uh, uh, Letitia James, uh, the uh, uh, attorney general for New York State. Those uh, prosecutions 
were for crimes that are not pardonable by the president. You couldn't pardon the president for those crimes. So if those prosecutions go on, uh, Trump is going to have something else to worry about, you know, other than trying to keep his 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 fanboys uh, happy. He's going to have something else he's going to have to worry about. Yeah, definitely. You're so right. But he's really desperate. And, you know, he's he's already inciting his followers. Yep. You know, that, this could possibly lead to a second civil war. Now, well, I, you know, I, I have I, a solution to this problem. What would that be? You know, I, well, I say rather than war, we just let the New York Silver Spoon Trust Fund baby take his red state Confederate army and, uh, you know, secede from the Union. <laughs> he, he, can, he can make his White House at Mar-a-Lago. You know, you know, this election was like watching a Buffalo Bills game, Nathan. Mm. You know, no clear winner during the four quarters with a, you know, nail-biting heart attack ending. Waiting on somebody to cause a fumble that, that ends the game. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Nathan. God All right. bless America. Thanks, Frank. All right. Uh, we're gonna take our yep. Let's take our, our last break, and then uh, we'll get John, and then we'll get Ron on. So if y'all stick with us, we will see you on the side of the break. Here we think again. Think again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program. Restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. You're ready to get back into yoga, so you order the essentials. A non-slip mat, yoga blocks to keep balance, and an exercise ball. And you use your Bank of America Cash Rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping and up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member, which you put towards your most essential yoga gear. Noise-canceling headphones. Welcome. Take a deep breath. Breathe. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2020 Bank of America Corporation. Walgreens makes Medicare easier by saving you money and peace of mind with co-pays as low as $0. Visit walgreens.com slash Medicare today to see how. Walgreens, we make Medicare easy. $0 copay on Tier 1 generic drugs when enrolled in a plan with Walgreens as a preferred pharmacy. You're listening to the official voice of the UB Bulls, ESPN 1520, WWKB Buffalo, a radio.com sports station. Yes. 
It's up to you. That's right. Well, it's up to us now. And just so you all know, we have late breaking. We have a late breaking news report just came in. Virtually all of the news uh, uh, outlets are reporting that uh, uh, Joe Biden has been declared the winner of the 2020 presidential uh, election with 273 electoral votes. And there's going to be still some other votes that he could get when I believe Georgia comes in and uh, Nevada and Arizona. Uh, he may, I had been doing this counting before. He's likely to wind up with somewhere around uh, 300, 305 or so, 303, there you go, uh, uh, electoral votes. That's not the 320 that Donald Trump got, but it's a lot more than 273, and all you need is 270, you know, in order in order to get there. So congratulations to uh, Joe Biden and to all of you, um, excuse me, President-elect Joe Biden, and all of you that uh, supported uh, that candidacy but I also want to congratulate all of the Americans who participated in the election. I don't know if you all are aware of this. This was the most highly participated in election, I believe, in this country's history. Somewhere in the area of 145 to, uh, I think, as many as 150 million people voted in this election. We've never had that kind of turnout in any election ever. And in an odd case, uh, if you looked at... Uh, the total number of votes that a presidential uh, 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 a candidate got, if I'm not mistaken, Joe Biden got the highest number of any presidential candidate in the history of the country, roughly 175 uh, million votes. But Donald Trump, I think, is the second highest. I think I'm not sure what uh, President Obama got. I thought Obama got 668 or 69 uh, million votes, but uh, President Trump. Uh, got uh, over 71 million votes. I mean, it's only like a 4 million vote difference uh, uh, between the two of them. But, you know, Trump can congratulate himself on the fact that he got the second highest total of anybody in the history of the country, you know, voting for uh, a president uh, or running for president. So I know that that's, that's a sort of bittersweet pill, but it's something to walk away with. So let me grab, help me out. Let me grab John and Rochester first, and we'll grab Ch- uh, 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 Ron and Chichawaga. John, how are you doing out there? Hey, Nathan, I'm doing pretty good considering my boy, my boy looks like he lost, but I got to say, when, I'll tell you, what a change. Uh, Frank had a hit on the head when the Buffalo Bills came. When Trump, <laughs> when Trump was declared the winner in Ohio, Texas, and Florida, I'm like, holy crap, he's going he's gonna to win this thing. But then, right after that, when they called Arizona for Biden on Fox, on their, uh oh, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. And that's the momentum shifted right at that point. So, and, and John, I just want to make this point. I've been trying to make this to people all week long so that people understand it. Because you had such a high percentage, around 60% of the vote, took place before November 3rd. The people who voted by mail in that 60 percent, they voted first, but their votes actually got counted last. And the reason for that is because when you vote by mail for most states, you can't start counting the votes until the uh, last polling place closes in that state. That's when they start counting the votes. Well, the votes they start tabulating first are the in-person votes that day, then the in-person votes that were uh, uh, cast 
before Election Day. And the last tranche that they look at are the mail-in votes. So the reason why you saw this big swing is because the bulk of the people who mailed in their votes were people that were voting as progressives or as as Democrats. And so that's why there was this swing. It was just uh, it was like a mirage. You know, I think somebody referred to it as uh, the idea that the Republican candidate had control of this race because of what they saw uh, on Tuesday night. Um, That was not the case at all. But go ahead with your point. Yeah, well, I was going to say, that I, when he lost, when Arizona was called early, mm-hmm. I thought, there's, there's a problem here. And that was my fear that these late votes that were mailed in were going to be counted last are going to swing, swing the momentum. And yep. definitely that, that's an issue that I was concerned about. And it looks like that's the way it happened. So, but, so John, do you accept the outcome? Uh to a certain extent, I do, but I, think, I want to see how these I want to see how these lawsuits play out. When Gore lost in 2000, it took 37 days before he accepted the outcome. So I think Trump deserves the same. There's some key cases. Uh, I don't think it's going to be enough to overturn because there are about three or four different states he has to prevail in. And think court. about how many votes you would have to turn over. You rarely see more than a few hundred votes change as a result of these technical challenges, these hanging Chad type, you know, of, of lawsuits. So yeah, you're, you're right in the past. You're right. Uh, right. But uh, this is a new era, and uh, <laughs> there's a lot of different things that went on. For instance, and uh, uh, you mentioned, or Kevin mentioned Omar. Right. I did, I did hear the recording of uh, one of uh, the committee men for Omar in her district, uh, and he was... Uh, Gathering uh, up uh, write-in ballots, mail-in ballots, and taking them around to nursing homes and enclaves of the Muslim community and paying people. So, so where, 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 where do you have the document? Since you heard that, did you see it? Is there? Uh, oh, I, I, a, heard it on, I heard it on the radio. Oh, you, you heard it. So yeah, she, it so, 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 so. The, Kevin said that he saw it on a video. You said you heard oh, it on. I, heard, I listened to it on radio. It might have been on video, but they played it and it was on radio. So I just heard. Okay. I heard the guy so what what radio program did you hear it on? What's that? What radio program did you hear it on? I think it was the Mark Levin show. Okay. Yeah, that's a real source. Here. That's a real source of credible information. Well, well yeah, he actually is one of the few uh, credible uh, radio guys I think out there, Republican or Democrat. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I, I trust uh, that. But uh, Keith Ellison, he's the uh, attorney general in Minnesota. He's going to drag the seat on it. But it just happened. It happened a couple weeks ago. So they might I, be looking into it. Well, I, I would hope so because, uh, I, I, as I said when, when that was said by Kevin, that the attorney general for uh, Michigan – uh, or the uh, county attorney in the, in the county where that took place in, if it actually took place, they would have been responsible for bringing charges up, you know, against, especially well, if you... Cl- it, was, it was in Minnesota. It was in Minnesota. Okay, well, well uh, Min- Min- uh, whatever, whatever state it was, whoever the, the uh, uh, county attorney is or the attorney general is for that state, they were responsible for bringing that uh, forward. That this charges should have been brought up for that. That's illegal. Two weeks ago. It doesn't take two weeks to bring charges. If if this was seen on video, then it means you got there's somebody has evidence. Then this should be brought before someone, and charges should be brought. Well, 
Well, it was it was brought before. I don't know what's happened with. It. I haven't heard, but so I'm anyway. going to run it down. I, I I hear what you what you guys are saying, so I'm going to run it down myself and I'll report on it. But I appreciate that, John. Thanks you so much. Let me grab Ron and Chitawaga. Ron, how you doing out there? Not bad. I guess yeah. But just when I, I, when you're down there talking to oh, what was it? Uh, the guy before John in Rochester. Oh, everything's uh, on my iPhone. Everything's just bulletining. You know. Uh, Reuters, AP, Financial Times, um, uh, Wall Street Journal all uh, projected the election for uh, for Biden. So mm-hmm. I guess. But, yeah, uh, we just heard uh, it's 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 the 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 the, uh, the the decision is in now. The jury has come back. Well, They've read the report. Pennsylvania <laughs> is, is was irritant. No matter what, apparently. He's ahead by more than a hundred thousand in Pennsylvania. So yep. even if you take the provisionals, even if they all went for Trump, every last that's, one of them. That's what they Trump. said. Once you have more votes that Biden is ahead, then there are votes left of any kind left to, to count. Even if you get Trump got a hundred percent of those votes, it still wouldn't let him catch up. That's when you yeah. declare an apparent winner. So that's what they're yeah. doing. So uh, there's other thing, other aspects of this though. <laughs> I'm wild for for the heck of it. I, I used to use, I used to listen to uh, the last couple of lectures. I was listening to Pacifica Radio's coverage, but they they tend to be too abstract. I mean, they're okay, and I, I, I but I saw this this year. I decided to listen to MSNBC. I mean, <laughs> you've got they resurrected Brian Williams. You know, yes, who, yes, who he's been. Re- he's like the 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 star. You know, uh, sort of the, the the fair and balanced guy. You know, for... Well, the thing is, they resurrected him. The guy that said that he was in the uh, with the uh, Kosovo War, and he really wasn't. Right. Or something. They so they fired him. And he lied about it like three straight days. What gets me about it is they they're all on there saying, "Well, the Democrats didn't do well down the ticket." Well, I mean, and they've got to quit talking about this socialism. This blah 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 blah. The problem is, and they're saying it's the Democrats. No, it's it's MSNBC that's supposed to be the squishy liberal sort of counterpoint mm-hmm. to Fox mm-hmm. that keeps talking about the evils of socialism. Right. I mean, <laughs> right. So if if you're if the media that's supposed to be on the side of the Democrats keeps talking about how terrible socialism and doesn't explain, never goes around to explain the difference between. Uh, you know uh, the kind of socialism that we have in this country, which is national socialism, mm-hmm. the fusion of the state and the and the corporation, as opposed to democratic socialism. If all they do is they they make it sound as, as do all the corporate media that makes it sound as if um, the uh, uh, the uh, 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 having a health care system that prevents little children from dying will will result in Castro and Stalin and Hitler in the right. United States. As right. long as you got these, the squishy liberal counterpoint saying that that's the case, how would he expect, how you never going to educate people to realize that what what the, what is meant by socialism? I mean, it's just, it's sickening. But I, but Brian Williams of all people to lecture the Democrats about that. <laughs> Thank God. But that's uh, what keeps these false thoughts in people's heads. You know, exactly yeah, know. what you're talking about. Yeah. If, you're, you, if your little kid dies in your arms from a preventable illness, my fellow Americans, you know that you are free from socialism. There oh, you go. Terrible. I mean, this is what they're saying without yep. really saying it. It's, a, it's, it's the sickening. But uh, the interesting thing, Georgia. Georgia, according to Greg Palast uh, and some other sources I've been reading, there's about 300,000 votes in something to do with mail-in that got somehow locked up in the postal system that the courts have tried to get the uh, 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 postal service to let 
uh, be uh, released, and they're supposed to be denying it. I, I haven't heard anything more about this because that happened the day before the election. Uh, and mm. I, if you heard anything more about I that. I haven't heard anything about that. Well, yeah, okay, but watch for that, because that's supposed to... Remember, there was a court order that came down from the state Supreme Court, and the postal, uh, the guy that, that, that runs the, the Postmaster General, I can't remember, the, the guy with the half the investment in the uh, UPS, denied Lu- it. Louis DeJoy you're talking about, right? Uh, yes. Uh, he, he supposedly said, well, we can't do that, we don't have the sources to do that. So I wonder how that's going to come down, because that could flip the both Senate seats there. Right now, they're going to go to a runoff, I guess, both of them. Mm-hmm. And that, this whole thing now, if, if things hold steady, you'd have, you're going to have the Grim Reaper there running the Senate and blocking every appointment and every piece of legislation coming out of the House. Uh, so that's going to be one hell of a mess. I mean, Biden's going to get there on a January 20th and say, do I really want this job? <laughs> I've got a crashed economy, a bungled uh, uh, covert uh, 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 epidemic, uh, and we've got uh, uh, people claiming that, and all the media is going to come out, not all of me, but the, the right-wing media is going to come out and say that this, he's illegitimate there. Uh, and, and we watch when... When he puts, he managed to get something through. Whatever that had happens, if it happens in February or by March or April, if it doesn't create utopia, just like Obama, I always remember mm-hmm. that in 2009, he finally got the stimulus package passed in the end of February, and two weeks later, the employment came out. That's ah, employment's going up. See, it's a total failure. He's failed. Yep. He's a failed president. You watch. The same thing will happen to Biden with, with Fox News and see probably parts, elements of CNN and all these websites. He's a failure a month or two after he, he, any message yep. come they out. said his first he's year. He's a failure. He's a failure. All right. They said his first year in office, he, he, uh, he, he could blame things on Bush. But yep. after that, it's all on Obama to be Obama's uh, economy. Yep, yep. Yep. Thanks, Ron. I got to run. I got to get one more call in. Uh, let me grab Mark in Buffalo. Mark, how are you doing out there? Hey, Nathan. Hey. Why didn't Why didn't we banish the traitors after the Civil War? Yes. Why? Why Why didn't we? We coddled right. them, and that right. and that's where we are right. now. They were so concerned about we won't be able to knit everybody back together, even when they uh, passed the uh, Emancipation Proclamation. They still left rules that said that each individual state can decide uh, what the rules are about the administration of people's rights. So voting we, rights, we, we, you know, uh, property rights, appearing on jur- jury duty and things like that. And we coddled them for the next 150 yep. years, and yep. this is where we are. Yep. This is where we are because yep. we didn't banish the traitors yep. back in the Civil War. No, we lionized them. We started yeah. putting up statues yeah, putting from, up you know. Statues right. them and saying, oh, you don't worry. Yeah, that's where we are now. And, and, and you know, this, this, this stuff about uh, socialism. So it's socialism for the rich. Right. And harsh capitalism for the poor. You know, that socialist military really... <laughs> it's really something, ain't it? The yep. socialist military exactly. that protects this country. Right. And who do you think builds all those stadiums? I think that was... All those rich people don't? No, it had to be because, you know, uh, uh, regular people, they don't do that. It's only the people no, that have money to do that. the taxpayer pays for all those stadiums, <laughs> you dummies. And, and, you know, Ron was right. Corporate media in this country is right wing. Mm-hmm. Because you remember what Moonves says. 
He's going to destroy the country, but he'll be great for us. Yep. And they love their paychecks. You think, you think uh, 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 Sleepy Eyes uh, Chuck Todd, how much do you think he makes? Hmm. You think he's living here on the east side? Nope. You know what I mean? Nope. These he, are all millionaires. He, he's riding seven figures, you know, every year. These are all, all these people on television telling you how to live and what to do. They're all millionaires. Yep. They love Trump. They want their tax cut. They're still making excuses for him. Yep, and they can't see it, see the world from the perspective that you and I see it. They, no, they that's just not they possible. Never, that, well, they might have lived it when they were kids coming up, but they ain't living it now. Absol- they're absolutely. Living, they're living the Trump dream, and they want him back. Yep. Mark, while I got you on the air real quick, I need people to know that I've got a bunch of jobs in the uh, 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 building, uh, uh, building, uh, 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 trade supply, uh, pl- supply business, and also a bunch of jobs in the healthcare uh, industry. Somewhere in the area of around uh, 200 jobs that I've got available. That uh, anybody you know who's not working right now, call us at 881-5150. That's 881-5150. Ask for Joe Malazzo. That's Joe Malazzo. He's our employment director, and he'll get you hooked up. Talk to you soon. Thank all of you for participating with us. Uh, Great job for all of us in participating in our democracy. We'll see you all next week here at Think Again. Think again.